Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Monday, August 10th, 2020. Hope you all had a good weekend. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz and social platforms with a dive into what happened at Warner Media over the weekend. A bunch of news at Hulu and Ben Affleck picks up another writing and directing gig. All brought to you by some new friends of the podcast, the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. But back to Hulu, who dropped two new trailers over the weekend. One was for Woke, a comedy about a cartoon artist who has an experience with police brutality that changes his reality. I don't think that was supposed to rhyme. Uh, And the trailer for season two of Pen15, with everyone's favorite two high school best friends who may be getting a little too close. When you're not around, I go through your underwear drawer and try on every pair with flowers on them. Over or under yours? Under. Season 2 premieres on Hulu September 18th, and now over to Hollywood. Apparently, Summer Fridays are no longer a thing at Warner Media, as their CEO, Jason Kyler, showed top management the door on Friday afternoon. As you probably heard by now, Bob Greenblatt and Kevin Riley are out, and Anne Sarnoff is now overseeing all entertainment divisions at the company. She will now oversee content at HBO, HBO Max, and the Turner Networks. And HBO Entertainment President Casey Bloys will now run programming for HBO, HBO Max, and the Turner Networks and report into Anne. And over on the operational side, Kyler's former Hulu colleague Kevin Forcell is being promoted to run the entire HBO Max rollout worldwide, excluding programming. So he'll run product, marketing, and operational divisions as Kyler hits the gas on shifting Max's ambitions globally. Forcell will report directly into Jason. So to recap Jason Kyler's first three months in the CEO job, first he examined the tech side of things and hired 200 new engineers in the first month, feeling that HBO Max was sorely under-resourced. And then looking at the content group, felt that there were way too many chefs in the kitchen and that the company really needed to shift from an old-school wholesale business mindset where Warner Media sells their cable channels and movies to other companies who then sell them to the public. Instead, he's moving the company to a direct-to-consumer mindset as much and as quickly as possible. This primarily means accelerating the worldwide rollout of HBO Max and likely an increase in their PVOD streaming movie business. Although keep in mind here, it's not exactly direct-to-consumer. WarnerMedia still has to pay off the middleman on many platforms, where companies like Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire take roughly a 30% cut of subscription and transaction revenue. However, with the 5G rollout on AT&T, there is an opportunity on the horizon in the mobile space to sell HBO Max and Warner Brothers products directly to AT&T's close to 100 million U.S. subscribers and keep 100% of that revenue. But in the end here, essentially in a three-month time period, Jason Kylar has wasted no time making big moves to position the company as he thinks best and really shift the company's resources to focus on competing in a streaming world that's playing out on a global stage along with Netflix, Amazon, and Disney. Something that Bob Iger put in motion at Disney three years ago that's now essentially keeping the company afloat. As for what this means in terms of reshaping the WarnerMedia employee workforce, well, apparently we'll start to find out this week, as Variety is reporting that 650 layoffs will take place at Warner Brothers, with an additional 150 to 175 at HBO, potentially starting today. Okay, well, elsewhere in the Warner Empire, Warner Brothers Movie Studio picked up the rights to an Audible audiobook that has Jason Bateman attached to direct and game night writer Mark Perez on board to write, according to The Hollywood Reporter. It's called Superworld and tells the story of a guy living in a world where everybody has a superpower except him. 
Ben Affleck signed on to a writing and directorial project at Paramount, which will focus on making the movie Chinatown in the early 1970s. It's called The Big Goodbye and is based on the book of the same name, and Lord Michaels is producing as well, according to the trades. And good news for the movie studio business in 2020, you can now also own a movie theater chain. And not a moment too soon. A New York state judge has declared an end to the Paramount decrees from 1948, which essentially prohibited a movie studio from also owning a movie theater chain. Now, if they could just be allowed to own video stores, I think the business can really turn things around. Over in the world of television... Some highlights from Hulu's day on the TCA virtual stage. Selena Gomez is joining Steve Martin and Marty Short in their comedy series Only Murders in the Building, focused on three true crime story fanatics who, well, live in the same building. And Elle Fanning, who stars in the Hulu series The Great, is going to star in a limited series at the streaming service called The Girl from Plainville. That one centers on the recent infamous case of a woman who was convicted of involuntary manslaughter by encouraging a guy she knew to commit suicide via texting. And in renewals, uh, Hulu renewed Love, Simon for a second season, as well as their food series Taste the Nation, also for a second season. And David Chang continues his migration from Netflix over to Hulu. Signing on to produce, and I think star in, uh, a series called The Next Thing You Eat. That dives into how changes in the world are manifesting themselves in food and restaurants. Or at least how they were doing that. Uh, That one's part of David's production partnership with Vox Studios and Hulu, according to the trades. And elsewhere at TCA, uh, AMC greenlit two eight-episode seasons of their first primetime animated series called Pantheon. Daniel Day Kim, Rosemary DeWitt, and Katie Chang will be the primary voice talent. But other names like Aaron Eckhart, Ron Livingston, and Taylor Schilling will also appear, but no premiere date was given. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With more departures at Bon Appetit, a price increase at ESPN+, and Simon Cowell's now going to miss the first week of live AGT episodes. Plus, today's pop quiz. How much did Chinatown make in its box office run in the mid-1970s, accounting for inflation? Let's go with an over-under of $125 million on this one. And the answer, after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. So it's Monday morning, where I'm sure that AM cup of coffee is needed just a little bit more than usual, and uh, that's what's awesome about Devotion, is that they give you the freshest coffee experience you can get. While some places say their coffee is freshly roasted, you have no idea when the beans were harvested and left their country of origin, which can sometimes be as long as six to nine months ago. And like any food product, coffee is better when it's fresh. Devotion FedExes coffee beans directly from Colombia every week to their Brooklyn headquarters, where they're freshly roasted and available for your enjoyment in as little as a 10-day time frame. And I mean, when was the last time the coffee in your cup was literally in Colombia two weeks ago? If you happen to be in New York City, like myself, they have locations in the Flatiron District, downtown Brooklyn, and their main roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, where you can get a fresh coffee and a bag of beans any day of the week. And if you're not in New York, they ship a wide variety of their coffees to all 50 states. And shipping is free when you buy just $50 worth of coffee. On top of that, enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your first order. Just go to devocion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com. They also have a subscription program, which is pretty cool, where they'll ship you beans as often as you like. Every week, every third week, uh, more of a two-week kind of guy myself, but whatever your coffee drinking requires. So sign up today, that's devocion.com, and use promo code WAKEUP for 20% off the first purchase. The link is down in the show notes. I know, I just enjoyed my morning espresso right before I started this, as you can probably tell, but it was delicious. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. 
Chinatown made the equivalent of $151 million when accounting for inflation, so hope you took the over. Some of you may recall they did a sequel in 1990 called The Two Jakes, which was not quite as successful, only taking in $19 million accounting for inflation. So guessing Ben Affleck won't be making a movie about that one. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. More turmoil over at Bon Appetit as their only two black editorial staffers, Ryan Walker Hartshorn and Jesse Sparks, have quit the magazine. That's according to the New York Times. And two more of their on-camera talent, senior editor Molly Baz and writer Gabby Melian, said they both will no longer appear in videos for the Bon App YouTube channel. Over in the cable TV business, even with everyone staying at home and watching TV from April to June, TV cord cutting still increased at the five largest cable and satellite TV providers, according to Protocol. They collectively lost 1.4 million subscribers in the three-month period. That's compared to about 1.2 million last spring. Although in the same time frame this year, Netflix added roughly 3 million U.S. paying subscribers. ESPN Plus is raising their subscription fee by 20%. Or a less provocative way to put that is uh, ESPN Plus is going from 5 to 6 bucks a month. You can still get a year for 50 bucks up front, according to Sports Business Journal. And anyone currently paying 5 bucks a month will still do so for the next year. But hey, they gotta pay for those UFC fights somehow. And Simon Cowell's gonna miss the first two live America's Got Talent shows this week on Tuesday and Wednesday. It seems that he fell off an electric bike that he was testing out at his house and uh, broke his back, requiring a five-hour surgery on Saturday. Also, thoughts going out to Rachel Ray today, as People reports that she had what looks like a pretty massive fire at her home in upstate New York, according to some photos on Twitter, but uh, thankfully she and her family are safe. In today's programming notes, the soaps continue to lead the way back into TV production, with The Young and the Restless returning on CBS today. Colbert and James Corden will also return to production from some sort of studio this week. There haven't been a lot of specifics released. Other than that, they both won't be shooting at home anymore, and will begin shooting at New Locations TBD starting sometime this week. And MTV announced that the Kiki Palmer-hosted VMAs will not take place at the Barclays Center in three weeks as planned. Instead, they're going to do a bunch of outdoor performances from various locations, and they'll do the whole Barclays thing next August, according to Billboard. So I guess we'll see what rooftop Doja Cat chooses to perform from. And that's all for today. As it's Monday, it's Share the Podcast with your assistant day. So when people ask what you're doing for the future of the industry, you can say, hey, I shared a podcast. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.